0: I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away. But baby, I just need one good one to stay. And that's what There You Go was about. I, believe in myself. I, know I don't that I shine, do I this. glow. And I'm it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor. To do a strong work. woman and not one to be tested. Don't be afraid to glow. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the more it scares you, the more you should do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glow Mod Podcast. So, some of you might be able to directly identify with what I'm talking about right here, and some of you might be oblivious, and some of you might be like, you know what? Got the T-shirt, got the mug, <laughs> all of that. I know exactly what you mean. And it's sort of like you have a million reasons to leave someone alone, but it's like you're hanging on. Because you just need one good reason to stay. And this could be because you love them. This could be because you're settling. This could be, you know, because you're settling because you don't believe that you can get better. You could be settling because you're just tired of looking around. You know, there's so many reasons that I actually could not name them all. You would just have to know yourself in order to know why you would do something like this. And some of us think that we would never be in this position. And then we find ourselves in it and it's like, well, fuck, what is this? Everything is wrong. So why am I still hanging on? I think oftentimes it's, you know, it depends on the situation. Like I said, some people are settling. Some people don't feel like they could do better. You know, some people just don't like the whole whole cycle of breaking up. Breaking up isn't fun is isn't fun at all going through the emotions afterwards. Even if you're someone who's doing the breaking up, sometimes you have to go through the emotions afterwards or go after, you know, go through having this person constantly contact you and telling you, you know, I'm sorry and this and that. And now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. So what do you do? I found myself, you know, I wrote 101 Dating Red Flags, very, very strong Book about my convictions when it comes to a relationship and things that I believe that everyone should follow, if they plan on getting the person that they want and that they need, a good partner, you know, someone who is going to stick by their side. Sort of like the fundamentals. Everything in it was pretty much basic in my in my opinion. But I find that if you if you're with someone or if you're talking to someone, you're just kind of getting to know someone. And you're telling them very basic things that you need and that you want and that you won't stand for. And they have a hard time. It's not even that they have a hard time understanding you. They have a hard time um, catering and compromising for you because that's what a relationship is about, right? And it's not all on them to compromise and cater to you. You should do it for them as well. But if they have a hard time doing that, what are you gonna do? How long is it gonna take you to realize that you're wasting your time? Now, when you love someone, it it can be so so different because it's like, oh man, you know, I want to give them a chance. I think this could work and this and that. But in reality, love is not gonna love is not gonna sit here. All lo- all love is is a word. It it should be a verb, but people use it as a word. And what love does? It's a pacifying statement. A lot of people use it to pacify you, to, to try to manipulate you. Be like, okay, well, I'm not doing what I need to do as a partner or what it is that I'm supposed to do, but I love you. I'm not listening to you or respecting you, but I love you. I'm manipulating you and this and that, but I love you. And for those of you who want to sit here and listen to the, those three words, stop it. Because love is a verb. There is action that comes along with love. Love is not something that you just accept that someone says to you and they treat you like shit. Or they don't even bother listening to your needs. I find that oftentimes people who don't know how to love and you might bring it up to them will usually say, like let's say for instance you have a problem with something that someone's doing, right? Someone that you're dating or you're seeing or you know you got serious with. And you might have missed some red flags because you you like them, right? And sometimes we ignore the red flags. We think that they're going to go away. But the problem is what you ignore in the beginning is going to be the thing that's going to break you up. It just is, and it's the truth. (laughs) It is the truth. Tried and true, you could bet me a million dollars. I'm telling you, if I had a penny for every person that thought differently... I'd be rich, so nevertheless, you know it it can be difficult, but love is not love is not going to sit there and hold you at night. Love isn't going to fuck you the way you want to be fucked. love isn't going to make love to you, love isn't going to help you pay your bills love isn't going to support you love isn't going to ensure that the kids are disciplined love isn't going to. Make sure that the two of you are on, you know, good terms. It's used oftentimes as a manipulating, as something to manipulate you. Oh, but I love you. What the fuck does that mean? Because I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody says that they love you and they don't follow with action, they don't look, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't even know what love is. (laughs) Because love is a verb. Love is action. I titled this podcast episode, A Million Reasons, because it goes from one of my favorite songs from Lady Gaga. Now, some of you may be familiar with her, some of you may not. But I'm going to break down some of these words in this song, and I know that you're going to be able to relate to it if you have been someone who's been in a relationship or two, or if you find yourself in a relationship right now where you're trying to figure out, am I going to stay, or am I going to leave this person in the motherfucking dust? So... um. What she says is, um, you're giving me a million reasons to let you go. You're giving me a million reasons to quit the show. Now, the reason why she says quit the show, because at the time that she wrote this song, she was going through a really hard breakup, a really bad breakup. And when um, she was actually doing American Horror Story, I'm a fan of her, so I know what she was doing. And they were having problems and she was going to quit doing the show because of the problems she was having with him. Now, how many of us have been in our quarrels with those that we love and we just can't work? We can't work or do our regular daily functions because it takes so much energy out of you. So she said, if I had a highway, I would run for the hills if you could find a dry way, I'd forever be still, but you've given me a million reasons. About a million reasons. I bow down to pray. I try to make the worst seem better. Lord, show me the way to cut through all this worn out leather. I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away. But, baby, I just need one good one to stay. How many of you have bowed down and pray? Over the horrible relationship that you're in. And you're asking God. And you're like, what is it that, what what am I missing? And this and that. And God will show you. But the thing is, oftentimes God will show us something that we don't, it's going to either come in the form that we don't think that it's supposed to come. Or he's showing us just by the sheer fact that you and this person cannot get through a conversation Without arguing. As soon as you tell this person what it is that you need, they start with this, oh boy, oh boy. Instead of saying, you know what, babe, I'm gonna try to work on that. Because someone who loves you doesn't wanna see you unhappy. Someone who loves you is not going to sit here and be like, oh, this is such a, I can't do nothing right. This is such a chore. This is this, this is that. No, 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 no. They're going to be like, you know what? I didn't know you felt like that. Um, We can try to see what we can do to work on it. You know, my bad. And if they feel that you're wrong, just for the sheer fact that they made you feel that way or better yet, you felt that way or for something that they did or a situation that they're in. They should care more about you and try to change it to make you more comfortable. This is very basic shit, people. This is not rocket science. And this is why a lot of you end up losing good people. It's because you sit here and you take them for granted. And you're like, oh, man, you know, everybody trying to pull that one. Everybody trying to pull India. But I got India. You know what I'm saying? So I got her. She's nice. I'm seeing a nice side of her. So, look, I could fall back a little bit on what I was doing. Nah, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm the type of woman so what you did to do to keep me get me is what you have to do to keep me and if you didn't put up that much work to keep to get me you're going to have to do double work to keep me hopefully i said that right if you didn't put in much work to get me you're going to have to put double work in to keep me i am not for everyone and i know that from my whole dating history i'm not for everyone it's perfectly fine i'm good with that but um Y'all need to remember love is a verb, period. Caring is a verb when you care about someone. It comes out in your actions. You're not going to sit there and dismiss what they tell you. You're just not going to do it. So she says something else here. She said, head stuck in a cycle. I look off and I stare. It's like I've stopped breathing but completely aware because you've given me a million reasons. About a million reasons. And if you say something that I might even mean, that you might even mean, it's hard to even fathom which parts I should believe. Because you've given me a million reasons. About a million reasons. And then she repeats on and says, I bow down to pray. I try to make the worst seem better. Lord, show me the way to cut through all this worn out leather. Now, do you know how hard it is to cut leather? Have you ever tried to cut real leather? With a pair of, like, small scissors. She's saying... (laughs) She wants to be shown the way to cut through worn-out leather. Which is even tougher to cut through. Even with something sharp. It's almost impossible. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of energy. It's going to take a lot out of you. So comparing that to a relationship... A relationship that you literally feel like, you know what, there are a million reasons to leave this person. But I just wish that they would just do that one thing. Baby, I just need one good, one good reason to stay. But you're not even willing to do that one thing for me. So you know what? If they're not willing to, fuck them. It's time to go. Life is not getting any shorter we're almost in 2021. There was a pandemic. There's all kinds of things. Jesus is coming back soon. You don't have no time to be wasting your time on people who don't fucking appreciate you. It's time to go. You know, I think for a minute there, I was a little bit nice, but the bitch is back. Okay. She's back. She's back. Cutting through worn out leather. How fucking sad is that? That's what I just want. How fucking sad is that? You asking God for strength to cut through worn out leather. Now, some of you are not people who are into poetry or into, you know, metaphors and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you like this. She is asking for the strength from God to get through this hard ass motherfucking relationship that's giving her fucking problems. And she compares it to worn out leather. Now, how many of you, I know I have, have been in this fucking situation? You cannot cut through it. You just can't. You're going to sit there and you're going to, you might even break your fucking hand. And then what? Then what? They walk away. They're good. You standing there with a fucking broken hand because they don't know how to love you. One of the red flags that, um, I forgot to put in my book, and I'm actually doing a part two to this book because I have 101 more baby, um, that I just learned this summer. Um, so that will be coming out whenever it comes out. I'm not going to put that deadline in my mind because I'm too busy. Um, is when someone is damaged and a lot of us come into relationships with baggage. A lot of us come from a lot of trauma from childhood or just traumatic things that happen to us in life in general. right? But the thing is, when you have someone that comes from a place where they're not used to being treated well by people that they've been with when you treat them well, they're not going to know how to accept it. They're not going to know how to be receptive to your love. They're just not. And you can't fucking teach them. You can't. It's a waste of your fucking time. They're not going to be able to love you in the manner that which you need to be loved in a healthy manner because all they've ever known was toxic love and settling. So if all they've ever known was toxic love and settling, when you go over and beyond and showing them with actions that you love them, they're not going to know how to handle that. And as a matter of fact, they may even take advantage of you. And because you want to love them, you see potential in them. You're trying so hard and so hard to to just make it work. (sighs) Baby boy, baby girl, please save that energy for someone who's going to treat you good. Save that energy for someone who is going to actually reassure you and somebody that's not going to turn you into somebody insecure. Save that for somebody who has a healthier outlook and somebody who actually wants to be with you and knows how to balance their schedule to make time for you and knows how to balance their schedule for you to make time for them and then actually appreciates the things that you do for them. There are people out there like that and you don't need to be sitting here trying to cut the worn out motherfucking leather when you could simply have a nice leather jacket and even, and it's not worn out and you don't even have to cut it. Cut it for what? For what? She's on her knees praying to God about this and how many of you have done that? A lot of you. And what God is going to do Is he, you know how God is showing many of us that we're not supposed to be in relationship with somebody by the simple fact that we cannot get along with them. It's like we're speaking a different language. I don't know if you remember this Bible story, but the Tower of Babel is a Bible story. It was these people that wanted to build this tower that they thought was going to reach the heavens. (laughs) You know, back then people, you know, whatever, a bit ignorant, just like people now. So the tower was getting larger and larger and larger and larger. And God made it so. All of a sudden, they spoke all different types of languages. They could not communicate with one another. So because they couldn't communicate with one another, they all pretty much could no longer build this tower. And it's called Babel. That's sort of like what's happening when you're asking God for a sign in your relationship. That is doomed. That's doomed. And you're not equally yoked with this person. It's not yoked. Y-O-L-K. It's Y-O-K-E-D. You're not equally yoked to them. So you're asking God, please give me a sign. Please give me a sign. I really love them. And you're expecting God to perform a miracle with someone that you're not equally yoked with. He's not going to do it. The sheer fact that the two of you cannot even get through a conversation or a day without arguing with one another is a sheer sign that you're not supposed to be together. It's babble. You're speaking two different languages. Can it be worked on? Can you go to therapy? Of course, you can waste as much time and money as you fucking want to. But do you really want to? Do you really want to? If your first thought is no. No it's time to leave them but the problem with these type of situations too you know when you're in a situation of babble where you're speaking two different languages and it doesn't matter if you're a man male and a female a woman and a woman a man and a man or whatever the fact of the matter is you're speaking two different languages You cannot build when you're speaking two different languages. You're going to argue. You don't understand what the other one says. It's going to be constant, constant fucking bickering. And that shit is tiring as fuck. Somebody's going to end up cheating. Somebody's going to end up leaving. Somebody's going to end up hating the other one. Like truly, for me, I know when I get to a point that I resent you, you need to just, I was about to say, you need to just go die. But that's a little harsh. But you're almost dead to me because resentment for me is a couple of steps away from me hating you or it's a couple of steps away from me being indifferent about you. And when I become indifferent about something, and indifferent just means you don't give a fuck either way, you cease to exist. Everything that comes along with you ceases to exist. Everything about you ceases to exist. I don't want nothing that reminds me of you. You're gone. I'm moving on. I don't see the point anymore. This shit is fucking crazy. How many times are y'all going to get on your knees and pray to God to stay with someone that you're not even supposed to be with? And I also want to tell you something. Where the phrase equally yoked, not Y-O-L-K, but Y-O-K-E-D, comes from is you'll see bulls or donkeys have like this thing around their neck, right? Right? And it's called a yoke. And it's to hold two of them together so they can walk together. They can walk together, same balance. They're walking good, nothing's lopsided. They are equally yoked. They're making it to their destination together. They're doing good. When you're not equally yoked, one of them (laughs) is going to be lower than the other. The yoke is not going to be leveled. You know, the, some one of them might break their neck because they're trying to keep up with the other one. The other one, one might be going too slow, too fast, whatever. Those are not equally yoked. So the Bible compares the two up of that in the Bible. So that's where that, that came from, if none of you ever knew. Um, it's really amazing. And it's so annoying. I find it annoying going through relationship issues. I find it annoying having to do so much work in relationships. For uh, for as long as I'm known up until 40 years old, I used to tell myself I'd rather be single and rich. That's it. Single and rich. Doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Because I can't deal with arguing. I remember I argued and I talked to you all about this in a couple of episodes back. Don't remember the name, but just go back and Listen. To the earlier episodes, I'm a little bit more raw in them, if that's even possible. And I talked about how I was with this one guy and we argued so much that I didn't have any more arguing in me. Our relationship ended in 2007. Or whatever it was, situationship. And I didn't have it in me. Arguing is a bitch. And it's not to say that every single relationship is going to be perfect. Not at all. No one's saying that. There will be arguments. There will be disagreements. But when you start hitting below the belt with one another, when you can't even get through a conversation without having it be bringing up old shit or having it be um, tumultuous, there's a real problem there. You got a babble issue. Maybe instead of praying to God to save a relationship that's already doomed, you need to pray for God for a sign that you can actually understand and for strength to walk away from it. Because oftentimes you're in a soul tie with this person. That can also happen. And if you don't know what soul ties is, just a small brief explanation of what a soul tie is, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Your soul is attached to them. It is deeper than, it's not even an obsession. It's like your soul feels like it will die if that person is gone. Soul ties don't come from God. They come from the devil. It's usually with someone who is very, very toxic and you feel like you cannot get away from them. You can't. Now, I'm going to tell you this for those of you who are good people who are trying your best in your relationships, and the other person just doesn't fucking get it. Let me tell you something. There will come a time. (laughs) If they're sitting here, they don't want to acknowledge anything that you're saying. They want to say you're bugging. They want to say this. There's going to come a time after you break up with them where they're going to be sitting somewhere or going to bed. or even They might even be with someone else eating dinner. It's going to hit them like a fucking bolt of lightning. Everything that you ever said. And it's going to fucking hurt. It's going to come out of nowhere. They're going to think that they're over you. They're going to think that they're with the next person. That their life is going so good. And just out of nowhere because that's the way that shit happens. It's going to hit them real hard like, fuck. I really fucked up with her. I really could have done better. Was well, too motherfucking late. How many times can you tell someone something over and over again? I don't know about you, but I've talked to you. I don't like repeating myself. I say once, maybe twice. And when I get to the point where I don't even want to talk, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I don't know how the rest of you are with that. But when I get to the point where I don't have anything else to say, I am done. So what are you going to do? You have a million reasons to walk away. But you're still wishing that they would give you one reason to stay. Now, in conclusion, do you really think that one reason is going to keep you there? I think that sometimes we might believe so because we love them. Even though they're assholes. But it's not going to be one reason that's going to leave you. That's going to make you stay with them. It's not. Because those million reasons... Those millions and millions of reasons overshadow that one reason. It's not worth it. Don't waste your time. Life is too motherfucking short for this bullshit. It really is. It really, really is. Until next time, I thank you for listening to the Glow Mod Podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.